Welcome back to another episode of Those Millennials Podcast. I'll be your favorite host tonight, the host that the people have wanted the most. Uh, we we heard you. We heard you. And, 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 and we got rid of that negative energy and Kevin, and it's just me tonight. So, you know, so the, tonight's podcast is just me. There's no Kevin. There's nobody. There's, there's, there's nobody else. All right. But uh, I'm no, nah, I'm just bored. I'm just bullshit. Uh, Kevin's voice is fucked up. Welcome back to another episode of Those Millennials Podcast. I'm your host tonight, Jarrell. Um, what's up, Kev? What's going on? So for everybody that has something to say about my... This is what you're getting from me all episode. I apologize. I'm trying to rally. I'm off. <clears throat> I, I wish I had a cool story to tell you guys that Rel and I went to the game and I lost this screaming at the aces. Or screaming at the storm last night, but I the had moaning, I was, you was moaning the night before, huh? But I was literally sick before that, so I don't have a cool story to share that this happened for me being at the game. So, but what's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling? How y'all doing? Happy so, Labor Day! I hope when you guys hear this, it'll be Labor Day weekend. Fuck Labor Day! Wow. Um. Oh, so now it's on me now. No, no, oh, my bad. Hold on, no, no, give it back to me. Hold on. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so today in today's episode, can can, probably... can, can, can can you promote the pod, please? Yeah, if you could uh, like, like, subscribe, comment, mostly about what you're gonna hear about today and all the jokes that you're gonna hear today will come out today because it's mostly gonna be about you know just me hosting. So, so as I host this pod, you know, just comment about what you like, things that I said, things that you want to hear from me, you know, and tell me how good the Lakers and the Cowboys are. Send it all to me, you know. So. All of a sudden, Somehow, those, this is off the rails, and I don't know how I got here. <laughs> it's, um, a twilight. it's a twilight zone, Kevin. You woke up on the internet with me. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Uh, maybe you should let the audience know, the listening audience know that Jesse's not here. Yeah, uh, Jesse was suspended last week. Um, uh, Jesse was dude. not suspended last week. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Je- Jesse's uh, he's on hiatus. So shout out to Jesse. Shout um, out to Jesse. No. But tonight, uh, I won't. Real, don't you want to tell everybody your you it was your birthday weekend, man? Don't you want to tell everybody your 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 time in Miami, solo in Miami? For those come who on, are bro, come on, bro. Why do you have quotes. to do? Why do you have to do air quotes for solo in Miami? I why, was like, just, why? I'm just, I'm just, hey man. So just just speak your mind. How was your how was your your solo birthday trip to the Miami? to the lovely lady I hung out with? Uh, you know, I thank you. We 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 had a great time. Um. Damn, no names. <laughs> yeah, to the lovely. Yeah, what the fuck I'm gonna say her name for? We we met in there, Miami. So, um, but otherwise, you know, what I learned is that you know, women are aggressive. You know, women are aggressive nowadays. You know, like nowadays, I realize you know, being living in Vegas where it's different, and living previously in California where it's different. We go to Florida. It's a lot of aggressive women out there. And I do like it because they are in the age of backing that ass up on you when you just standing there. I do like that, you know? So that like it's all plus down there, you know? If if I'm standing there and I'm single, shake that ass on me and let me know you you, you want to dance with me, you know? So 
it, overall, it was a great trip. Only thing I won't do again, I'm not drinking with no more Charlies down there. It, I'm not, they, they drink way too heavy down there. They, I got too bobblehead a couple nights and had to tuck it. So that's what I'm not doing no more. I'm not drinking no more champagne. Pretty sure you're drinking with locals. I mean, not locals. You're drinking with people that was out there to turn up. <clears throat> hmm I was. I was. That would make more sense. Was I was I was drinking a lot of champagne though. So shout out to the Clevelanders. Shout out to Gianni's restaurant. Shout out to that. All right. So um, <laughs> I mean I want to go back to Miami. So don't even clamp that. <clears throat> Clips, you're coming. All right. So um, I guess I'm getting pa- past the back the ball again. Please don't make fun of my voice. This is what y'all getting today. Um, we got big news in the NBA. So we're gonna start with the NBA. But first, it's time for the not list. Y'all thought I forgot. Yeah, I thought I forgot about the not list. I did not. You're going to get the raspy voice not list from me. So for those who don't know, the not list is just how it sounds. It's, we're gonna, I'm going to say some topics about stuff that we are not talking about on this podcast. So to start off my not list, we are not talking about anything at all Eris Spears said about Lizzo. That is not happening on this podcast. This is not that kind of show. He's a piece of crap for what saying what he said. The nigga was asked a question about music and turned into something else. But we're not talking about him. Oh, that. And I'll just leave it at that. Aries Beard needs them clicks, bro. You can only do so many impersonations for people to realize, bro, you're not even funny, my dick. And like the fact that you had to put on a fucking fitted cap to make a, a response video, this lets me know how insecure your fat ass really is, Aries Spears. You're an idiot, Aries. The nigga was asked, I know we said that we're not talking about, but the nigga was asked a question about music and then turned it to something else. This will make hot turned, shit. Turned the body shaming. Uh, you know, and that's one of the things about Lizzo. You know, like I'm in the full people thing of loving people for who love who they are. She loves who she is, and her music is hot. Fuck you, Eric Spears. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, also on the not list, we are not talking about Stacey Dash. Just finding out twenty four oh, hours ago that DMX is no longer with us. RP to DMX, the dog. Hold on, why are we not talking about this? Because we fucking can't talk about this because she was dude, in the all's boss down video we don't care about did we care about stacy dash anymore i remember stacy dash was like one of them ones she was up there with meg making it good she was up there with for me anyway i'm talking about me she was up there with Holly Berry. she was up there for me she was up there with pam greer and them yeah she was up there for me but again just 24 hours ago she found out about the passing of dmx which is just it's not like the world didn't talk about it. Like, anyway. She just got out of rehab, too, so let's be gentle. We're not, we're not talking about that. Um, This one hurts my heart. We are also not talking about Megan Thee Stallion being on She-Hulk for a multitude of reasons. And everybody knows I'm, like, I'm Nah, fuck Meg. that. Nah, because you like ass clapping music, and, and, and you like Megan Thee Stallion. I don't like ass clapping music. You just talk about you like ass being clapped on you at, in Miami. Um, I'm you can't find a bigger male fan of Meg. I you're hot, you're a hot boy. I'm a hot I'm a hot boy. Uh, a hottie nigga, whatever it's called for men. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Meg. I, you know 
shout out to you for for, for the for the MCE throwing the oop for you. But thank God it's just on the um on the She Hulk uh, episode. All right, Ray, I got a question for you real quick though. And be honest, would you smash She Hulk? Yeah. Like, would you Hulk smash She Hulk? You see what Come I did on, there? Come on, Brent. Nah, man, I'm cool. This. God, we're lying on pod. Okay, all right. Green is where I draw the line. I'm sorry. <laughs> because she's green? Yeah. God, and to I'm anybody else out there who's green, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend you. What the fuck? All right. Last one. We are not... And this is the first football one that's made it to the not list. We are not talking about the Broncos, for some reason, extending Russell Wilson... For a fucking four-year fucking contract when he hasn't thrown the ball in the regular season yet. Dustin, shout mm. out to you. But I had to. Dustin, shout out to you. And I hope he I hope things go well, but they had to. It better work out for y'all. All right. Done with the not list. Not list is done. I had more, but I think that's a nice little. Uh, I had the stupid, we're not talking about James Harden throwing the cake over the boat, but uh, you know, fuck him. Anyway, all right. So now, like I said, we're getting to the NBA. Uh, Donovan Mitchell has been traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, let me get the the terms, and I want to break this up so we can talk about all three teams. <laughs> well, technically, it's two teams involved, but there's a third team technically involved too. <laughs> um, sorry about that, guys. All right, so the full trade was the Jazz get Colin Sexton, Laurie Marketing. Uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this rookie's name. Ochi uh, Abaji, who was drafted this year. 13. Who, so it's 13. Big upside. Good as him in league. Um, and I think they got how many picks with that? Seven? No, not with that one. They got... Three unprotected picks uh, and two pick swaps. So just for everybody at home that's counting, I saw this on Twitter too. So the Utah Jazz that are being run by Danny Ainge, and if you're not familiar with Danny Ainge, I'm sure Rel and I will talk about Danny Ainge when we're talking about these teams. The Utah Jazz have turned Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell to <laughs> – They've turned them into Colin Sexton, Malik Beasley, Leonardo Bomar, what's his name again? Achi, Abutsby, the 14th pick, Walker Kessler, Jerry Vandenberg, Lloyd Marketing, THT, Stanley Johnson, seven first-round picks, and three first-round pick swaps for two players. That's That's what Danny Ainge did with two players. All right, so, Rel, who do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Cleveland? Do you want to talk about Utah? And I, you know, we both—I think we both are going to talk about how we feel about what the 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 other elephant in the room that just got left at the altar. Um, I want to talk about first. I want to talk about Cleveland. Um, okay. I think so overall, big ups. Go ahead. I think I think it's a smart move. I think because of where they where their franchise is right now, they have 
what they have a complete core and everybody's under the age of 25 or 25 or younger. Okoro, Garland, Allen, and Mobley. That's a core. Everybody's under 25. Everybody's going to be under contract for the next three to four years. That's what you do when you when you have when you get a unicorn like Mobley, who if he takes the leap, he will be the third banana. Like he if he he's the one that has to take the leap because Garland and you're gonna have a great backcourt. You're gonna have an extremely good front court, which means you can have two guards. Quick, I th- yeah. I think I think Mobley can be better than Garland. Me too. Me too. Me okay. too. Too, but I mean, I mean, I mean, but it just depends on, but it just depends on like where what the team is. But I, I'm glad Cleveland has taken a step forward again without LeBron. This is ultimately where I'm at with it. Is that the first time they took a step was with LeBron? So, like, and I realize sometimes bad franchises are just like like it's hard to really shit on them because it's like they had, they drafted fucking Anthony Bennett. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, we, yeah, we can shit on them, but look at that draft. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like Anthony Bennett, he looked like fucking Larry Johnson with some of the highlights. So it's hard. So like for this team to say, you know, I'm going to punt on these draft picks, which probably don't mean shit because the NBA lottery is a trick trade. You can get, you know, uh, another star and hope Mobley takes a leap and, and, and still be all right. You know, Financially, cap wise, I think it's just a smart move. Uh, I'm agree with you. Uh, obviously, um, <clears throat> as a fan of a smaller market team, um, the Lakers. The, the, the Lakers are far from a small market team. Oh. Um, uh, I was talking about the Blazers, but oh um, yeah, that's right, your other team. I was. You got to take swings like this. Um, so I was listening to Brian Windhorse yesterday with both of the Tims, and they were talking about how at the end of that pod, they were basically like, mm-hmm. like the 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 Cavaliers called basically. Brian said, and he was just like, but ultimately, like it's the Knicks. Like the the Knicks are the one that has the best trade packages. Um, Utah wants, you know, based off their history, the Knicks. You're gonna get better picks with the Knicks because the Knicks don't have really a long history of being good. So like you want Nick picks. Like those are the picks you want. Um, not only that, obviously everybody knows Donovan, there's there's incentive there because Donovan's a CAA uh uh prospect. Obviously, you know, similar similar to how the Lakers are basically being run by clutch, the Knicks are being ran by CAA. Don't make that face. Um it's true. Uh, Donovan also has ties to the New York. So like, it seemed like it was going, it was meant to happen. Like it was meant to be, they were talking for the longest. And again, we'll get to, we'll get to what happened with the Knicks. I'm going to just put that over there. But as far as the Cavaliers go, what a way to swing. Cause like a backcourt with Garland and Mitchell, which yeah, they're a little undersized, but like Rose stated before, when you got Mobley and Jared Allen, your guards can get beat. Yeah, like your guards, your can, guards get can get beat because beat. they have that. They have. You got two. You don't. Have, you don't have one eraser. You got two you of them motherfuckers. Yeah, and and, and Mobley, who he can switch on anything. Not the yeah. but he can. Maybe he can switch on anything. Yeah, you know. So I think this is this is exactly the move. That's why I think Cleveland went for it because they they saw what the, 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 the they saw the writings on the wall. They they made the better offer, and I think. 
They really have something now. Um, we were talking about it with space. Uh, Risky. Forgot to, we forgot to mention space was here too. Um, but um, I I think me and you are in agreement that like there's only four teams that are better in my brain, and maybe you you think you uh, you think differently than I do. There's only four teams that are like a hundred percent in my mind, like legitimately better. Than Let me name them. The, please, please name them. Okay, I would say the Sixers. Yep. Boston. Yep. Celtics. Yep. Who's that fourth team? Shit. I said the Nets, but you guys felt differently. Mm, I would say the Raptors. Or Miami. I can see that. See, that's arguable to me. That's arguable. Yeah, they're on the. Yeah. I, I could say I would. I, I would say that. the Raptors, but I because I put them ahead of Chicago. I put them ahead of the Hawks. I put them ahead of the Nets. You didn't mention Miami either. I put them ahead of Miami. I don't like Miami this year. I'm telling you right now. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm out on Miami this year. Whatever their under is, I'm going under that shit for Miami. I'm I am out on Miami. So, so Buff Kyle Lowry photos of Buff Kyle Lowry ain't. ain't How ain't, ain't, do you have Miami and you take a fucking step back organizationally? You know, you take a step back, like. You lose PJ Tucker to Philly for ten for for I don't know I don't even start Miami like and then, then you have Duncan Robinson's contract he can't play dead. Come on, no, no don't get me started. I, my, I'm out of Miami this year. Gab, if you hear this, that's real. That's talking about your team. Um, but I, like I said, I think there's four. Um, you know, Brooklyn, you know, is on the fence too. So we we got to see what they look like. But I think the Hawks have really. I mean, I'm sorry. I think the Cavaliers really put themselves for anywhere between five and six and, and come. There's going to be a really good team in the Eastern Conference that doesn't make the playoffs. The Nets. Like, it could be the Nets. Like, you know, you can tell me anything about the Nets can win. The net, you can tell me the Nets win 57 games or and then you can tell me the Nets win 30-something games. And I'll be like, okay, I believe you. That's that's kind of where, where I, you know, where I stand on them. All right, so on the Utah side, um, hell of a fucking return for a player that you were trying to get rid of anyway. You're trying to get bad. Um, uh, obviously, you so you got Colin Sexton for a pretty, pretty good deal. Because um, so we were talking about before, Colin Sexton was headed towards the qualifying offer. And for those who don't know, the qualifying offer this uh, for, for this year would have been for $8 million. So the fact that so Colin Sexton gets a win here because he gets his life-changing money, which was $72 million, um, for the next four years. I um so who's gonna fight over the ball? So who's so THT and Colin Sexton just gonna fight over the ball? Who's dribbling the ball up court? I mean, they they're going after Wamanyama, so it don't really I mean it doesn't matter. Fuck the, the crazy thing is that that like obviously Utah is still open for business because they still have really really good players still on their uh, Jordan. Hey Utah, what about Russ? <laughs> here we go. One one pick. Here comes, the, here comes the pitch. You know, and give us Bog and, and, and Conley. Hmm. I don't. Do you think the Lakers want to take on long term long term contract? How much more years does Conley have on his contract? Well, he has one one more year. One more year. Mm-hmm. So this Bogdan and Bridge, they're both expiring. What, what, what? It makes no sense to get Conley now because you got because the Lakers got Beverly. You could play Conley and Beverly together. They're like the same size. You're going to be really small. 
I mean, I mean, <laughs> Beverly's gonna come off the bench. I just want Russell Westbrook off of my team. Say how you feel. Really, really, where they fucking boils down to. I just Russ Westbrook off of this basketball team and go play somewhere else. No offense. We just gotta break this. It ain't nothing personal. We just I don't want you on my basketball team. I don't want to watch it. You didn't hear Patrick Beverly to when they were he was asked about if him and Russ could play together. He said, Man, we we both hungry, we both want to win. Honestly, bro, if they bring back Russ, like if they if they if the Lakers ruin my 730s again, bro, this this might cause like a real bad trigger for me. Like, like I might fall into a bad depression again. Cause like dude, like like I really like I like basketball too. And I like it at 730. What am I supposed to fucking do if I have to there's watch plenty. this shit again? There's plenty. There's plenty of good games on TV now. Speaking I don't want to watch that. I like the Lakers. Um, I, I I like the Lakers too, but this is this is gonna be. I don't like watching other teams. I like watching the purple and gold when they play with the basketball. Okay. Um. But yeah, Danny Ainge did that. He did it again. So I think I saw something on Twitter. Oh, between- Danny Ainge. I knew he was going to say that. So I think I saw something on Twitter basically we're saying that like for the next, I don't know, seven years, the Thunder and the Utah Jazz could have like five picks in the first rounds and shit, some shit, crazy shit like that. They let the Boston Celtics pull you in thinking this shit's going to work every time. Keep rolling the dice. Keep 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 rolling the dice with the picks, but uh, 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 Celtics Nation. You guys, they got lucky with the fact that you, that you were able to get Tatum and Brown in consecutive years and the fact that the Lakers had a fucking – Idiot for a GM who passed on Jason Tatum for Lonzo Ball at the time. So, go ahead, Utah. Use agreeance with that. Though, don't even do that. We had we we got that on wax too. Use like I want ball. You can't do that. And now I'm just like a I'm, motherfucker. You know why? Because because my president of basketball, who Magic Trump, sold me sold me some why bullshit. Magic Trump because he was the worst president ever, and so was Trump. You know what I'm saying? And so and and and. and when, it, when he sold me a fucking thing about seeing Lonzo and the Raptors, I believed this shit. And then we fucking took him over Tatum. So don't think this pick shit's going to work every year, especially with the lottery. Now they're going to tank. Utah's going to tank next year for Victor Wimayama, and they might not even pick. They might not even pick on top they, five. They might, they might not even get him. So matter. yeah, that's enough Utah. Congratulations to them. They still, they're st- oddly enough, they're still in the tax with their books, so they're still open for business. I, I expect them to their roster as it constructed not to be the same roster that makes it in the training camp. They're gonna want to trade all their veterans to get off salary and to get young players so they can be bad. All right, it's time for the main course. I already hold saw, on, hold uh, on, hold on. You can talk about the Knicks, right? Uh, yeah, we're about to get to them right now. All right. All right, so the main course. The New York Knickerbockers, who once again played chicken, thinking, I don't want to outbid. Uh, I, we don't want to outbid ourselves. We got all these picks. There's nobody else that has what we have. You have to trade with us. This is basically what they were saying in Utah. Um. We don't care if Danny Ainge is over there. Look, Nick fans. Bing bong. Whatever you want to call these motherfuckers. Watch your mouth. For the last 10 years plus, you have struck out on star talent. You guys tried to get LeBron. He chucked up the deuces to y'all and was like, I'm cool. 
Stage wasn't big enough. It's not their fault. LeBron, the, the stage in New York was too too was too big for LeBron. It, no, the stage was stage wasn't big enough for LeBron. He, it's only one stage for LeBron. The stage of his career, it's L.A. It can't be anything bigger than that. bigger than Lakers. I'm talking. I'm talking about ten years ago before he went to Miami. Yeah, but it's still the Knicks. There's nothing bigger than the Lakers. That's all I'm saying. Like so, this, the stage wasn't big enough. Anyway, just you, you talking just ruined my my, my little soliloquy. Go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. You you shot your you shot your shot at LeBron. He wasn't interested. You guys shot your shot at Marcus Aldridge when he was a free agent and good at the time. He wasn't interested. Uh, you guys shot your shot at Kawhi. Kawhi didn't even take a meeting. He wasn't interested. Kevin fucking Durant wanted to come to New York City, and he chose the team over the bridge over you guys. Same thing as same thing as Kyrie Irving. I got a newsflash for Knicks fans. Don't nobody want to come play for y'all, dog. Y'all didn't. And obviously, upper management, you guys don't want to do what's necessary to get a superstar or slash star in your jersey. Because if you guys did, you guys wouldn't have dicked around and played, okay, here's here's OB Toppin quickly and, and, and two picks. We're not going to – there's nobody else out here that has picks like us. We're not going to outbid ourselves. And then come back and like, okay, well, we, you guys reject that one? Okay. Here's R.J. Barrett. This is our crown jewel player on our team. Here's R.J. Barrett. But you, we're taking away these tick picks. You're, you're not getting two unprotected picks. We'll give you one unprotected pick, Obi Toppin, and, and something else. Oh, and uh, 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 what's the center on their team? The, the, the Mitchell Robinson. Here, here this, is what, this is what we'll give you now. So the Knicks was like, okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna extend RJ Barrett. So Utah got upset, apparently. There was not unhappiness. The trade still could have been done, uh, from what I from what I was told and what I read. But it would just made things more difficult. So Utah just went on to their other suitor and honestly, they got a hell of a package because the Knicks were dicking around. And honestly, when you, the Knicks are getting flamed tomorrow by Stephen A. Smith, because I a hundred percent that's happening. He's gonna flame you guys. He's gonna set the tit. He's gonna set the fucking city of New York on fire. It's gonna be on all the fucking front pages of the New York fucking the New York Post. We know what's happening. Happening. Can't wait. Mad Dog is gonna talk about it. Like you guys oh, are getting yeah. flamed tomorrow. It's Can happening. Yes, please. All right, first, let me go back to that little soliloquy you just had. So when you break down the fact that they, they didn't get hitched to Kawhi, yep. that, that's not a good – that's not something you want to get hitched to. Like, 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 like you know, that's not. I'm sorry. Like, you know, we, you know, you don't want to get in bed with Kawhi Leonard. They've been saying like, it for years they want star talent. Okay, they, okay, they've been saying it for years they want star talent, star, star talent, but ultimately, like, LaMarcus Aldridge not picking him isn't really an L to them because the Lakers didn't even get a deal with it meeting with him. Who did he pick that year? Um, San, Anto- pick San Antonio. San Antonio. He picked San Antonio. So, I mean, it, 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 I mean, it, this weird yeah, he shit. Took, now, he took, a, he took a meeting with Tim Duncan. Now, don't Tim get Duncan me wrong. Like hero or some shit. The, the Knicks have been incompetent since Eddie. And, 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 and. That's a I'm movie gonna, for our, all our young people that don't know. Keep oh, going. My bad. Um, and, it's, and, and, but, I really can't blame them for this. I, 
especially if the deal wasn't like like and this is the only reason why I give some defense to the Knicks is that like first off, most Knicks fans say fire James Dolan. And I am not an advocate of that because I don't think that he's the problem. I believe that he's empowered guys like Isaiah Thomas in the past. He's empowered guys like Leon Rose now. He he's empowered guys. Uh, um yeah, maybe like Steve Mills for too long. He's in power, guys. He's 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 made the effort to give guys opportunities to be GMs, and he's gotten out the way. Now, ultimately, the reason why I don't blame the like like the Knicks sold this fucking box office dream for the longest of the Spider coming home, Donovan Mitchell, you know, coming home uh, to to for, to New York for the longest. They they've sold this billboard dream, but. At the end of the day, I can't say that Utah took a better deal than what than what the Knicks offered, because if it's too early to if, tell, we won't know until like five years, seven, you know, until the Knicks. Until I the can't Knicks. say the picks, but if you're just looking at, give me, I rather have Obi Toppin than Lori Markinen right now. If I'm rebuilding the team, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna turn Lori Markinen into some picks too. I don't know you what his market is. They're gonna probably turn him into something else too. You can't tell me like, and, and I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of Colin Sexton, you know, Same. like, but you there's to me offensively, there ain't much difference between him and Isaiah quickly. I like him. I quickly put, put up 37. The quickly is nice offensively. Grimes, like what, what pieces? I think, are quick, I think quickly is a better shooter. I think Sexton's a better finisher. If I'm getting, if I'm getting, the, all the picks or whatever, whatever. I don't even know. We we'll never know what the deal was, unfortunately, from the Knicks. But I can't say that the, that that Utah's deal was so much better than what the Knicks offered. I just think that RJ was the holdout, and the Nick and Utah said, "Okay, well then we're out." And I think they made they wanted Opie and, and RJ. Apparently, they want everything. They wanted the. Apparently, they they valued the picks more than the players because like you said they're 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 tanking for uh what's his name again when what's it what's the the french guy again victor women yama victor win by yama so they're they value the picks more uh obviously they didn't value rj barrett like they did you know a lot of people are like lukewarm on rj barrett because they don't know exactly what he's um, he can't hold up a deal like this, but my thing is, let me finish. Is that I, I don't, I don't even know if that was just the best move for y'all. So honestly, I think this is maybe like a blessing in disguise if you ask me for the next. Be- yeah, because I don't know how much better. Like if you, I was if thinking he, about that as well too. Like if I'm giving up, I don't even know whatever the deal was. Even if it was RJ, if, if I have a Brunson, Mitchell backcourt with fucking Randall. And Mitchell Robinson or Nolan's Noel or whatever's fucking left on the roster, like I'm only winning forty fucking games anyway. Again, right. you know, like you know, so so I don't know. But like I said, that their their whole goal, like what they their plan was to get star talent in there, and obviously they got Jalen Brunson in the off season. Who, I, you know, he's not a star. I'm sorry, go ahead. I hear did hear one thing today though that if it goes south early in Washington, they're all in on Brad next. They're all in on Brad next. They got all the chips. They got, and they got all the chips. the chips lined up to say for Brad next, Brad's and that's who they. Been, I heard. I heard that that's what they really wanted anyway. Brad's Brad's been 
I don't even know what to call it, but he's been team wash team DMB team DC. Everything that comes out of his mouth is I would love to win a championship here. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, if you're gonna pay me two hundred million, yes, yeah, of course. I said, I'll, I'll say the same I, said thing. I said that's cool, Brad. Um, Chris Aspersingas can't stay healthy an entire season. Um, you yourself went from averaging thirty one points in a season to twenty three. He had a bad also, year. Hey, hold on, but you but you said three. that, B, but you said he was like depressed or something after this past year. He, he was injured too. You you told me that, and he was depressed yeah. about losing his grandma that's, and stuff. That's okay. So that's why, and I'm gonna say this, Brad. I mean, again, we, we got to see it. The, the, these we just talked about these. At best, what's your best case scenario for the Wizards? Eight, eight, <laughs> nine. There, no. They're probably the worst team. They're probably one of the worst teams in the East. Okay, exactly. Then, then and luckily, I mean, fucking Charlotte, Orlando, Orlando, and Charlotte still in there, so they they're not the worst. Charlotte, teams. I mean, ran it back because Mike just handing out sneakers at the gate, so you know, anybody getting really no no bag over there, right? And nobody's talking about the Bridges thing at all because he should he, he should never he should he should never be eligible for Max again. That should be it. He should never be eligible for a Max contract ever again, ever you think again. Playing in. Some point, I mean, people should have a, people should be rehabilitate, but the most you should ever make is five million dollars. You should only make one year five million dollars if you do because NBA we don't play shit like that. It's already a bad precedent. Like we, it's already been a fucking hard enough to change this narrative that we were fucking thugs playing basketball till we're actually businessmen and moguls now that these that these nice so, companies. So, so, so to do real quick, tell the audience what he's been accused of because I, I don't think I like oh, some heinous shit. He he's been accused of. Uh, um, you know, domestic violence on his children's mother, and and he was accused of it and charged of it and arrested for it. Um, the same year, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't want to make a this day before a free agency. Free agency, yeah, a day agent before free agency came out. Um, so he was on track again. I, I don't want to make this about money. He was on track to get a max contract because he played really well during regular season. And it was completely ripped under ripped under his feet on his rug because obviously these actions that we, that we've seen that we've heard everything that we've seen looks like it was, it was heinous and he, you know like we gotta let the legal process if, figure that part out. If he plays again, like I said, it should just be on one year. If he if if he, like I said, if he, if he, if he's guilty, one year five million dollars. Rest of the thing, you're just a fucking idiot. You're just an idiot. You know, you're just a fucking idiot. So one year five million dollars. The rest of your, your your career, no more max for you, bro. But overall, what were we talking about? I lost my train of thought. We was talking. We was talking about the Wizards and where they rank and they stack in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but the, the Wizards overall, I don't, I don't think that they they should be looking for Victor Wamiyama as well. So I don't know why they're not trying to ship Brad out as well. I mean, so he got I, his two ten. I, I don't know what the, the the Wizards pick situation is, but I imagine they still have their own picks. But um, they do. They do. What, what was I about to say? Um, damn! Now I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, both blessed in disguise. Yeah, so even though I went hard on the Knicks right now, I do like you said, I do think it's a blessing in disguise at some point. Like, like the, the city's gonna get over it eventually, but I do think having a like the whole entire time, the, the Knicks have been talking about bringing in a young star. And, and yeah, while Donovan Mitchell is not a superstar and he definitely has flaws, he's not perfect, as we saw in the playoff series this year, this season. Um, he is a star, and he's a star that it would probably attract other people that want to play with him because you know he's what like twenty six years old. Um, I think he turns twenty. I think he turns twenty six next week. Um, Donovan Mitchell. Yes. 
um i um i do think like you said it's a blessing disguise it's just a matter of what like to tell me the star tell me the star that's going to new york like you said bradley bill you know i don't know uh that sounds good but is is bradley bill that much better than donald mitchell like i think they're kind of in the same tier um but i think he know, is i think they're. you think bradley bill's better than donald mitchell like that i think so i think Donald mitchell prove more especially in the playoff wise than Bradley Bill but you know all right um you have anything else to say about this trade before we move on um Nick fans don't feel so bad you guys got Jalen Brunson your core is intact your your, your picks are intact everything's the cover like it, it's good like it's Randall, really it Randall will come off the books after next season is he coming off the books already not this season the season after that Oh, but I mean, even then, I mean, you know, every, you, you, you got stuff there to where you you should just be happy that you're now your franchise is competent. And, it, and yet it didn't take the big swing. But at the same time, I don't know how much that big swing is going to make you better. Like, this isn't a Don top Mitchell would have brought, brought, brought asses in the seats. And not that they. It's that, the that, garden. People are going to come say, either way. I was just about to say, not that 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 arena doesn't sell out uh, sell out anyway but like when it's different when there's an actual star in the building especially one that has Donovan Mitchell's game like he's exciting fun jump from out of the building player like that would have been dope they wouldn't have had they they haven't had nothing like that since Marbury um all right so moving on to Rel, did you want to um talk about Serena's legacy right now or did you want to talk about uh Jay-Z and uh Hove did um, yeah, I just wanted to shout out Serena's legacy overall, just for just the overall impact on the culture. Um, as I've been um, watching these last two nights of, of tennis, it just has been, a, you know, growing up, like I said, I, I, I became a tennis fan because of my mother. Watching these young two girls with beads in their hair in from Compton, California, and their daddy dancing up on the sign with the sign about their daughters playing tennis. It just... It's just so inspirational. 23 Grand Slams, the, you know, the record, like, on pace day, if she, if she goes, she could get 24. And, they, like, even last night with the smug, do you not, you know, when, she, when the reporter asked her, you know, does this moment surprise you? And she said, like, no, I'm just Serena. <laughs> it just, it just goes shit like that, that it's just so inspirational to – Little black, like little black women, uh, black girls across the world. Just you know, my my sister, black women everywhere. Just shout out how black girl magic. That shit is so fucking dope. Cause I grew up with these girls, these women, and I watched them when they were little girls, and I've grown up with them now, and seeing how just how their life. And she has her daughter now in the stands, dressed exactly like her. I can't wait. She may become a tennis player. You know, it just it just the work that they that that man put in. Like Richard Williams, that that man put in on, on with his girls. Yeah, and the scene, King Richard. Keep going though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it. Uh, but just overall, just I just I hope she keeps going. I'm glad everybody's there. I just want to say, shout out Serena Williams. You've been an impact on the culture. Shout you you like, Williams. like you open eyes. You make people like my mom who didn't even care about tennis watch it. You know, like you. So this is what I call a gate breaker. Right when when people didn't start watching the NBA because they saw Michael Jordan, Tiger. that's a gate breaker. Tiger, these are the people we need to appreciate and give the the, the flowers to because they're cracking doors in, in 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 sports that we've never seen. 
you know, even the gymnastics world, like you know, I can't think of a the gymnast, like you know, when when they're doing when they're um when they're Gabby doing Douglas, like Simone Gabby Biles. Douglas, Simone Biles, those when 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 we tap into these, we need to show love to these athletes and let them know, give them their flowers. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> the level of disrespect from space. Um, all right, so um, I agree with all that. And speaking of uh, Black Girl Magic, Rel and I. Um, attended uh, a playoff game last night. We went to the uh, the Aces Storm game. I can't believe I buried this. Why did I? Why didn't I talk about this in the first half of the pod? That's be oh because you threw me off because you hosted. Um, anyway, um, Rel and I attended game two of the Storm in the Aces. Uh, we had seats behind the basket. A pretty pretty solid game, convincing. I, I actually I'm lying. It wasn't a convincing win. Um, uh, I know that talking WNBA is a little, I don't want to say it's taboo, but I know it's not, it's like, a, it's, it's really niche. So I, maybe it's best. It's at this point of the pod. Um, I think the series is going five. I think in the first two games, I believe that the storm has been the better team while the aces have had their chances. They had their chances in game one. They had no reason being in the game in game one. I feel like they got him outplayed the entire game, but they still somehow had a chance to win that game. And in game two, uh, Asia Wilson just just dominated the game on the boards, uh, mid-range. Um, uh, obviously, the big three, Chelsea Gray made some really, really uh, key stops in the paint, in the post. She made some really good key steals, some really good dimes to Asia Wilson. They, kept, they made it a point. You can tell Becky made it a point to get, have, get Asia the ball open and often off the pick and roll and then plum you know plum dog did her thing with her drives and you know hitting the occasion with three here and there and but i just want to give the shout out to brianna stewart who is the fucking if you if you are not put on to who brianna stewart is she has her own sneaker with puma and she is a basketball goddess she is kevin durant slash jerk nabitsky slash I want to say a little bit of Kevin Garnett on defense, but she doesn't have the same demeanor. But yeah, she she, she I think she's one of those. She's really really special, man. Um, Rel, do you want to talk about the game at all? Incredible playoff game. The energy was out of this world. It was it was it was one of the more better playoff experience I've been to. I've been to a few Clipper playoff games. They do playoffs right here in Vegas. They do it right. When I say you could feel it in the air tonight, Phil Collins. I could, I felt it. It was it was a good feeling. I love it. I need more of it. I need people like we was damn near. It was a packed house. It was only probably one seat in between us, and 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 I, I love the energy in there. I, and I, I, the game honestly wasn't that wasn't that convincing to me. I, I was more impressed with Seattle did because the game was mucky, and the Aces pulled out a mucky game. You know. I don't know if they would, like, you know, like it was just a lot of muckness where it's like we got it to Asia. If we do not get it to Asia, we're trying to score on a fast break. If you're on your only way to score. Space is actually your question. Yes, she does. And she has to score. Tell, 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 tell the audience what they can, they can't see what they he, he wrote. Oh, oh, my bad. Well, he said, does Asia have to score 30 every game to win this series? Yes, she does. Because her touches are affect the whole game. Because not only does she draw double teams. She her second chance points are so key. 
because like it's usually off a miss or on a fast break, or she's like the quick off of her feet to get a rebound, and she kicks head it back out for snake. three. She's the head of the snake of the offense for the aces, and like she she would makes it go. Chelsea Gray, her creativeness is very fucking needed. What that's what I fucking noticed when I was watching the game. Like Chelsea Gray's playmaking, shot making, ability to get to the basket, not so much at will anymore like she when she was younger. But like still able to like kind of get in there and force the issue, dime it out to, to shooters, like all that shit is necessary like a motherfucker. Because um, you know, no I, we you know, I love Kelsey Plum, you love Kelsey Plum, but Pl- Plum's like she's literally hardened in this in this aspect. She's if it's if she's going to the basket or it's a three point. There's not a lot of mid range going on with Kelsey Plum. Um and yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not trusting. I'm not trusting her handle right now. Yeah, yeah. She fast. Yeah, she's faster than Harden. But I'm just talking about where she chooses to score on the floor. Uh, Space asked me. Uh, she's faster than Harden. <laughs> but like, I just. I'm just saying basically where she chooses to score on the floor is Harden-esque. Where it's like, it's a layup, or it's a three point shot. There's no in between game. That's what you get. All right. Um. All right, so we're going to end with our final topic. We're going to talk about uh, uh, DJ Khaled's album, God Did. We're actually going to just talk about one specific song, obviously, the song that everybody's been talking about for the past week. Um, We're going to hit on God. uh, Actually, Can I just say one thing? Please. You know, I just hate that DJ Khaled dropped this album on the fact that we got J.I.D.'s album dropping, like... Jid. Yeah. and I just people hope, really hope that people go spin that. Stop playing the calendar and go spin that. <laughs> All right. Um, so basically what I was gonna say was um I why can't you just spin both? Anyway, um, don't even make his own damn beats. And half of those half of these songs are fucking phone damn recorded, they're not even recorded in person. I don't know. Anyway, um, so Hove did, which is the, what the song is called in in a lot of people's eyes. Uh, the verse that Jay uh, that Jay Z did four minute long, just bars spitting facts, um, spitting about how what he's accomplished in the game. Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. So it's been out a week, right? So it came out mm-hmm. literally last week. Um, and we didn't talk about this yesterday at all. We didn't talk about it, no. Um, I, and I'm and I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm what I'm telling you right now is a hundred percent. I'm being a hundred percent honest. Yesterday was the first day I didn't play. Hove did more than three times. That's how many times I've been playing that song. It's been constant. Mm-hmm. Not just because everybody was talking about it, but like, no, it's a good track. And, and I know a lot of people are like, I know the internet was kind of shitting on what Ross did to the track, but I felt like what Ross did to the track was kind of needed. And, and Wayne, I like Wayne's like, verse. Like fuck what y'all talking about. Like I know mm-hmm. Jay did something completely different, but like if that's the Wayne we're getting on the card of six, hell fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. Sign me the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Sign me up to that guy. 
because he finally fucking said some shit that I haven't heard him say in a long time about all these motherfuckers that's been copying the style, that they're all fucking clones of him, and it's 100% true. There's a whole bunch of clones of Wayne or fake-ass clones of Wayne, and he finally said mm-hmm. it on the track, so I'm actually proud and, and happy that he actually fucking said it on the track. Especially, I'm happy that he said it on this track. Um, Now, I mean, I don't want to do a whole breakdown of the, the track, but the internet had fun trying to like talk about Hove's discography and his best verses for best songs. Um, Rel and I, Rel, we, you and I didn't prepare for this, but like, if you wanted, just name me some of your favorite. Because Complex did a little, uh, a little post about some mm-hmm. of Wayne's. I mean, sorry, so some of Hove's best songs. I mean, best verses. Uh, if you want to name a couple of yours, I could sit. Like, I'll just mention the ones that are the, the top of my head, but. I could mention, but go ahead if you have some. I just want to say first up about the track. You know, when I first yeah. heard it, you know, I, I didn't play it when I was in. I heard it, it was in Miami when it first came out. I didn't. I, didn't, I spun that GID all weekend. I wasn't gonna get to it. I didn't really get to the hopes where I got back on the plane. And then I listened. To it, I was like, oh, this is this verse is incredible. But it just sounds like kind of like, like a different Jay Z verse that I've heard before. You know, like you, you know, it, it just yeah, I'm talking B. Yeah, I'm talking Re. Yeah, I'm talking LeBron. We're talking the family tree. Your money too little short to be talking to me. Uh, that's the um, click. That's click. I know the name. Click. Of the song. Yeah, yeah. Click. It's just kind of like it's just kind of like the long same line. So it's just to me, it's just I, like I said, that's like, like that, that. That's literally like the first four bars of the song. I mean, it is kind of the way he name dropping. You know, yay, Bron, all billion the billionaires, Rihanna, billionaire. You know, from the all family tree. So that makes him four. What, what about everything else that he talked about? In that's four minutes. The fitting online was cool. I mean, it was, like I said, those like with Jay, there's a couple of double entendres that Guru explains after that, which is cool. It just personally, it's not in my top ten Jay Z verses. It's not. It's not in my top ten Jay Z verses. And if I had to give just a few, they get like if I had to give maybe three to off the top. And I did prepare for this. I did have a list, but I'm not gonna hold this. But I'm gonna give a couple. Say hello, third verse is 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 bone chilling. Like like say hello. Like I remember when that shit first came out, bro. You can't even tell me we we was listening to that shit. You know we, we American gangster, how that shit was spinning it. So the say hello, say hello, was probably one of his best verse. Um, I'm feeling it. The first verse, I'm feeling it. One of my favorite, most of me reasonable. That's one of my favorite albums. So I'm feeling it and Dead Presidents. Like there's so many other shit, and then there's a bunch of features where. Like he got some shit on Blueprint 2.5 where he was he was spitting different. There's 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 different point out the bounce. He has a voice on he has a verse on point out the bounce that I really like. That that's on Blueprint 2.5. Like there's so many. So this no, it's not this is this verse was not kind of overrated to me, but it's a good verse. Um so for me, maybe this because I'm older and I have clarity. To me, this is a, Jay, a top ten Jay Z verse. Um, but I no, would you're couple. not older than me. Thank you for the couple months. Um, but um, I think the Dynasty intro is one of Jay Z's hardest verses for the Dynasty album. The intro, I think yeah. that's one of Jay Z's hardest verses. Uh, Three Kings with him, Dre, and Rick Ross. I think that's a really hard. Um, first 
back he back has days. which one i think i can't think of the life of times where can, can i live the second time is really good it's really good verse too yeah um, presidents psa obviously um you ready said say hello um, Pretty much everything. The last three verses, the last most of the black album, he uh, he got some of the greatest I mean, what, shit what, on I there. Mean, shit, what more can I say? It's just like, yeah. Want to talk about chills? <laughs> so the rings and things you sing about, bring them out. They made a fucking rap song out of that. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to yell when the barrels in your mouth. Come on, bro. Yeah. What more can I say? It's just, um. Like but I said, again, his like, flow was so different on the Black Album that how can you not say that anything off that Black Album when you first heard that shit, it didn't give you the same feeling. I just think I, I like I like perspective, foresight, grown up, Hove, and the fact that Khaled let him ride for four minutes when he only gave um, Ross. What the fuck else are we going to do? Tell him no? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cab tell of hove no no i'm just i'm just saying um oh i like the whole verse with him what's the other Khaled song with him and nas that came out like just like like last year oh yeah um that shit was garbage bro <laughs> this thing is a hater all right um, <laughs> sorry that's the other b yeah that's yeah. the other b by the, the way <laughs> by the way by the way in the uh, the verse that I mean the the bars that we were talking about begin with real talk about it's just same thing you hear from clip when he's basically talking about when he says uh how many billionaires came from the house of hove smart Jay-Z not bringing up your wife smart not saying Beyonce came from the house of hove you really man I see that mean? alone right there he has to be he's honest just, he's a smart man he knows not he, to bring his wife because he ain't make he his wife rich she was rich on her own smart man Genius. Um, <laughs> um yeah, her daddy did that. Um uh real, I'm I'm good. I don't know if you have anything else you want to uh get off your chest and talk about. I don't even think we I don't have a, I'm not gonna lie, I don't have a millennial thoughts unless you do, then I'm at least I don't, I, have, I, don't have, I don't have a I don't have a good one. No, I don't have one either. Okay. All right. Um, so please, please, please don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. Please check us out on Instagram, um, Twitter. There's rumors that the those millennials Twitter might be active again. So just you know, keep your eyes to the ground on that. Um, and for Rail Space, Jesse who's not here. We're those millennials, and we're out. <laughs>